I think all of us come across that time in our lives when we have to make a decision, yes or no. And sometimes the opportunity is blind. It's just, do you want to do it or don't you? And you don't know. And so you say yes or no. You know, say yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about going into opportunities blind and seeing what comes around the other side with Colleen Rice next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. So we're talking about grit and we're talking about success. And sometimes, all times, in order to have real success, you need good leadership. And, and too often people don't understand what it takes to be a good leader, whether they can be a good leader, whether they shouldn't be a leader. And I think all of that goes into where we fall um, when we're trying to figure out how much grit we need to show to be successful. And so we're going to talk about that today, talk about how to make good leaders and what it takes to be a good leader and how to show grit while you're doing it with our guest on Dash of Grit today. It's the executive director. She is the executive director of Leadership Medina County. Welcome to Dash of Grit, Colleen Rice. Thank you so much, Brian. I'm really glad you're on the show. You and I have, have met and had a chance to, to talk a little bit, but I have a feeling I'm going to find out a million things that I didn't know before. Um, I'm interested in leadership, and you know that, and I think our, our uh, audience is too. We all think we're leaders. We all think we have a place to go. I don't think we all know how to get there, and so I'm excited to talk about that today. Right, me too. So tell me a little bit about, before we talk about the hurdles that people overcome and, and, and ways, things that you've overcome uh, along your path, Tell me about the good stuff. Let's talk about success. Tell me about Leadership Medina and things you're really proud about accomplishing in your role. Well, I've been in my role here for eight years at Leadership Medina County, and we focus on digging deep into community leadership. Our goal is to educate our leaders, connect them, and involve them in their communities. We know that it's, you know, it's important to love your community, but if you really love your community and you want to make a difference, you're going to learn about it. You're going to learn about yourself, and then you're going to learn about how you can plug yourself in. And why does that matter? Leadership is just, let's, you know, I see a goal, hit a goal, uh, bring people along. There's all kinds of things. You're talking about community and understanding things. Where does that fall into place? Yeah, community leadership is is a little bit different than just plain old leadership. It's, it's being willing to learn beyond yourself, learn about others, learn about how the community works and how the fabric is interwoven within our community. Where, where's the snags? Where are the tears? Where are the places that we've made repairs in our community? And what, what is it going to look like moving up forward? How much longer can it bear uh, different burdens within the community or being stretched um, beyond, beyond its means? And what kind of solutions are out there? And we know that having a diverse group of leaders coming together, they can come up with some pretty interesting solutions for our community. They can take on leadership roles, um, whether it be in the government or in the nonprofit arena, or even come up with solutions in the for-profit arena, creating jobs and other solutions that way. So we know that when we introduce those people to each other and there's connections being made and people are willing to be curious to learn about themselves, learn about the community, and learn about the other people that live and work there, that's when change can happen that makes a community better. So in your mind, then, leadership isn't just getting something done. It's actually knowing what to do and how to lead a team towards what needs to happen. 
do you think people see it that way or is that part of your job to help educate folks about the not just getting it done as a leader but knowing where the opportunities lie I think definitely it's our our opportunity to kind of change the lens for people mm-hmm. to help them see things from a different perspective. I'm not here to change anybody's mind and and neither is leadership Medina County, but we do want to open up people to see things from other people's perspectives. Um I for example, I took my grandmother um to her high school reunion. It was her 70th high school reunion. So we traveled down to West Virginia. Um, and on the way, she said, you know, I'd really like to find my family farm where I used to live. Well, I don't know about you, but, you know, looking at West Virginia Hills, you know, they've changed a little bit over 70 years. And so things didn't quite look the same. And we're traveling up and down these winding roads. Um, Finally, we stop at a place and we're looking over the landscape, don't see anything. Um, But we're invited to over to a neighbor's house. And he has us come up on his deck and we say, hey, do you know about this rock that my grandmother's looking for? And she describes this rock and he says, you mean the one over there? So just by changing perspective and getting up on his porch and seeing things from a different perspective, it helped us find what she was looking for. And as leaders, sometimes we do have to just go to a different perspective. And sometimes that means maybe moving to a different place to see things in a different way, maybe taking a tour of a location to see it. In, in its reality and what it is. It's one thing to hear about something. It's another thing to see something. So we like to change the perspectives for people. And, and by changing those perspectives, I'm, I'm, this show is about grit. What hurdles, not you personally, I, I want to talk about that in a second, but I'm, I'm interested in leadership. But Diana, what have you been able to change uh, in your time there? What is the hardest part about communicating what you do to others so that you can generate the results that you're looking for from your program? Yeah, most people who come through our program think it's amazing and wonderful. And and then the rest of the people who haven't gone through it wonder what kind of Kool-Aid people are drinking. Uh, You know, it is hard to kind of get across um, what, what we're doing and why it's important. To some people, it may just seem like a bunch of field trips or a bunch of leadership information that maybe they already knew. Or maybe they feel like they've lived in the community for a long time and they don't have that need to learn about the community in that way because they already feel well-versed. I was surprised so many times over, over the last eight years and even during my time that I was in a class member in leadership Medina County in 2008 of how many times people have come up to me and said, gosh, I thought I knew everything in our community and I still learned something and I learned something from the other people around me. So I think that's a challenge of not just being thought of as some sort of field trip group or um, another service group per se, uh, but I look at us as connectors. And that's really what I want to be known for is leadership Medina County, connecting people to opportunities in the community, opportunities to serve, opportunities to share their time, their treasures, their talents within their community. So let's talk about leadership. And Colleen, let's talk about you. I'm, I'm interested in, in, in this show is inspiring to others who are either g- currently going through issues or struggles or hurdles uh, or have in the past. I have this image, Colleen, so that you know what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> I have this image of somebody s- sitting in their house wishing that they had their business figured out and their organization figured out and wishing they were becoming something that they saw themselves being and looking across the street and there's Mr. Jones and he's got the perfect house and the perfect car and the perfect, you know, one and a half dogs and everything's fine. And, and, and you sit there and go, why can't 
it be so simple for me? And it's just not. And and I, I hope that people listen to this show and realize that they're not in this alone. And I'm interested uh, from your perspective, um, what what have you gone through uh, personally or or along your your uh, career path that hasn't been so easy that caused mm-hmm. you to have to kind of show some grit along the way? Yeah, I I agree. Everybody's journey is different. You should never look at your neighbor because you don't know what their journey looks like and you don't know what's ahead on your journey either. Uh, I I think that, you know, if you focus on relationships, you can achieve anything. Um, You know, relationships, true relationships where you're, you know, ready to be authentic. And I think, you know, those are things that I've learned throughout my journey here in Medina County, but also, it started after getting my degree in psychology and not really knowing what I wanted to do. I wasn't sure where to go, what to do, what I was going to do with this. Did I need to go get a master's degree? What did, you know, all kinds of things. And so I ended up interviewing for a job to teach English in South Korea. And wow. I was single and I didn't, you know, didn't have any ties here to Ohio. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go do this. And so I traveled to South Korea and I taught there. I was the only English speaker in the city that was, you know, English as my first language speaker. And I taught from kindergarten all the way up through adults. And so it was a real interesting stretch for me to be able to work with so many different age groups. And then people who had different customs, different backgrounds than I did. And it was such an opportunity for me to get to know who Colleen was. And Hmm. I think that's really the first step. If you're going to start a journey, you have to know who you are. And I was still pretty young and I I needed to know who I was. And that, that first start there really helped me kick off everything else I did after that. Um, Because nothing was as hard as that. After after getting back and doing that, nothing was as hard as learning how to operate in South Korea, learning what was okay and what wasn't okay, um, and understanding the culture and finding my place there. And what were the what were the things that taught you who you were? I want to find out a little bit more about who you are. But what were the things that happened that kind of were grit points that you really had to overcome in that situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the working ethic was um, much different there than here. I mean, they work very hard and they study very hard. So when I had these students, I had them in the afternoon. And in the morning, they went to school all day long. And then they would continue with the supplemental school in the evening for all different subjects, not just with me, but with other people. And so I went to a school and learning about that culture and you know, how they don't show emotions out. I'm a very emotional person. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, so I, you know, so it was hard for me not to show all the emotions that I typically show. If I'm sad, sometimes I might cry. Well, you don't do that there. You don't cry in public and there's different things like that. Hmm. Um, You know, the food was different. Um, The first day I arrived, I thought, what have I done? They handed me what they said was water and it was brown. And I didn't know what to think of that. You know, of course, I had been vaccinated and everything. And so I I went ahead and drank it and and I took the plunge, which was good because it was just tea. It was just tea. (laughs) And and they, you know, and they call it water there. That's what they call water because they they boil it, you know, so it's 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 safe to drink. 
Um, but, you know, just kind of getting across those cultural things and understanding that um, one thing that really helped me get to know myself a lot was getting involved with the church there. Um, I had been involved in church back at home, but getting plugged into a church there was really good. Um, there was a United Methodist Church local there that I could easily get to. And the pastor spoke in English to me. Yeah. And so, you know, having that connection there was was really, really helpful. And, um, and then just, you know, spending time with the students, we would go out for coffee and study all kinds of things out, outside of work and explore parks and the nature and the beauty in that area. And I had to get around on my own too. I didn't have a car. They had a lot of public transportation that was different than Medina County. Um, mm-hmm. In Medina County, you couldn't just hop on a bus somewhere. So I kind of learned Um, a lot about just transporting myself, staying safe since I was um, by myself over there. Um, Oh, I forgot the most important story. When I arrived, I was supposed to be trained by another young guy who was teaching out there and he was from the same school as I was. And I had talked to his father before I left and he was going to be there and greet me and train me as soon as I arrived. And when I arrived, I was pretty sleepy because it was a 17 hour flight. And so I got some rest. And when I woke up the next day, they told me that he had eloped with a Korean girl. Oh, no. (laughs) And they had no idea where he was. Oh, great. (laughs) And and, and instead of getting a training period, which I was really looking forward to, of kind of knowing what on earth I was supposed to do, um, that was thrown right in because they needed me to teach right away. Yeah. So. And, and and you did just fine. Now, I'm interested in what was going through your mind. You you first of all, are you glad you did it? Would you change if you had the chance to do it again? Would you say yes again? Absolutely, absolutely. So, I I learned how to be independent there, yep. and but also to depend on other people in a way I hadn't expected. But things didn't go as you planned. Mm-mm. In fact, it wasn't even part of your plan to leave school and do that. Mm-mm. And now you get there and everything kind of seems sideways and they're offering you brown water and, and nothing's working. Yeah. You you took the chance. Did you ever think about backing out? No, no. Um, it, it was, it was a great opportunity to grow and yeah. stretch, you know, and there were hard times that sometimes I thought about going home. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. What was that like? One time I got really sick um, and I, you know, wasn't sure what to do. You know, nothing was working to take my fever down. I had my own medicines and everything with me. And, you know, fortunately I got through it. But there were things like that that were a little bit scary of just, you know, kind of really being on your own. It was not like, you know, my parents are in another state away or something. It was, I was really on my own. And so I had to take care of myself and make sure that I got the care and the assistance I needed. So sometimes that was hard. I mean, fortunately, I was able to write letters and email people. Um, There was Hotmail back then. Uh, (laughs) And (laughs) uh, so I was on Hotmail and and that that helped. And there was a university nearby where I could use computers. So that was that was a really nice thing that happened to me and a lot of good connections. Again, relationship building with people that uh, wanted to get to know me and learn English. <laughs> and, it, and at some point, things started to turn around where you probably mm-hmm. became good at what you were doing. Tell me about that. How did you realize that, hey, wait a minute, this is this is starting to click? 
Yeah. Yeah. The adult class especially started growing for me. Um, you know, they, they loved practicing English with me and, and learning some of the funny ways that we say things, um, (laughs) that you can't just learn from a book in Korea. So they, they really, really love that. And, uh, I could, I could tell that I had a niche more with adult learners than with children, although I kept, you know, teaching the children because that was my job. Um, but definitely I connected better with the adults, uh, throughout the programs. And so I learned that about myself that, yeah. you know, whatever I was going to do when I came back here to the States, it was going to be more with adults than in, with children on, on that, uh, on that end. And, um, you know, I, I stretched myself a lot. I left my silverware in my luggage. Um, so I ended up never taking out my fork and my knife and my spoon. And I used the chopsticks the whole time while I was yeah. there. And so, you know, so that was really good too, of just, um, you know, eating the way they do, um, with crossed legs, you know, I I got through a lot of legs falling asleep and all kinds (laughs) of different things, you know, because I'm just not used to sitting that way and, uh, you know, really kind of toughened up and walked a lot more and really enjoyed everything that they had to offer there from, you know, being on the East coast, um, of where the sea of Japan was, uh, to the mountainsides, uh, to, um, donuts that I thought had chocolate in them, but it was bean curd. And so, you know, you get through those things and, (laughs) and you, and you, you appreciate them and enjoy them. And so right now business owners and community leaders are listening and, and they have a hurdle in front of them that they're trying to decide, should I jump in? Or should I say no? Should I take this opportunity? Should I pass? What did you learn about leadership in that situation that you'd like to share with someone who's kind of thinking about the options that they have? And it's not always easy, right? There's not a big billboard saying, do this. You know, mm-hmm. you made a decision. What did you learn mm-hmm. that you can share with our folks? Well, you know, I, I jumped into this situation. And I think that once you jump in, you've got to give it a chance. Um, Sometimes people jump in and then they just climb right back out and they say, I'm done with that. And they haven't really given it a chance. Um, I had to give the people around me a chance. I had to, you know, give the school I was at a chance and um, give myself a chance to acclimate to it too. And, and you have to have to be willing to be curious enough that that you take the time to really listen and learn and, um, and see your surroundings, um, when you jump in, um, and not, yeah, not so quickly dismiss them because sometimes when you jump out, the only thing you're looking at is yourself and you're not really looking at everything else around you and the opportunities that might lie there. There may be opportunities where you just have to jump out for sure. sure. If, if there's a safety issue, if there had never been a safety issue for me over there, I would have left. Yeah. Or done something else to protect myself for sure, but um, you know when there's not, you know, take that time to really, you know, look at, look around and what are the opportunities? What are the relationships you can build there? I'm I'm still in communication with people over there in in you know South Korea, and that was all the way back in 1997. Yeah, and you know those are going to be friends for a lifetime for me. And, and it's and it, it brings us full circle because we started talking about leadership and of course you know I'm just pulling forward always you know motivating getting things done and everything but but you're like stop get to know understand build relationships that's how you can learn do you feel like a lot that you learned in Korea is being 
played out in the way you direct leadership in Medina County? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Relationships are still just as important. You know, I mentioned that a lot at the beginning. I feel like I'm a little bit of a broken record with it, but I think it is one of the most important things that can build a community. And it's one of the most important things that leaders can take time to invest themselves in. Yeah. And so what's next for leadership Medina County? I know we talked about communicating who you are and what you stand for and trying to get folks to to understand what you're trying to do, but there's going to be hurdles along the way, and I'm sure you have goals and things you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Where will you need to show grit next as you accomplish what you've set out to do? I think anytime that we take on a, a, a hot topic in the community, which is something we try to talk about, top issues, hot topics, um, anytime we're gathering people and we're a convener for those kinds of conversations, you've got to have a little bit of grit for that. And, and you have to be willing to bring in both sides so that people can hear, you know, um, what the different thoughts and the different opinions and the different experiences are out there so that um, we can be, you know, kind to each other and respectful and have those difficult conversations where we may not agree on everything, but there are usually always is a common thread you can find. So yeah. we're always looking, you know, through that, what's the common thread, what brings us together? What are the things that we can agree about? And one of those things is we love Medina County. And, and, and um, I, I think love for the County and knowing what you're trying to accomplish for the, for the County and knowing what you're trying to accomplish for the business goes together though. And that, and that's what I like about the way you teach things. It's not just about business. It's not just about personal leadership. It's about what can we do for each other. And, and, uh, that's a whole different level of leadership that I'm looking forward to learning more about. So thank you for sharing that information. If someone wanted to reach out to you to find out more about you, your experiences, um, or even the leadership Medina County, how would they get in touch with you? No, oh, they can email me at Colleen at leadership or give me a call at 330-721-7118, extension 1. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that, Colleen. A quick uh, break just to uh, tell you who I work for and what we're all about at Spire. We are a marketing company that helps small and, and medium-sized businesses grow. If you are a uh, an owner or a marketing director and trying to reach the next level and hitting your head against that proverbial revenue ceiling, uh, growth ceiling, let us know. We can help you. We can help you level up your team. We can help you uh, with strategy, branding, things of that sort. So we're happy to help. If you'd like, I am Brian Leffelock. You'll find me on the Spire Advertising website and, of course, right here at the Dash of Grit podcast. Thank you to Colleen Rice, who has been a great guest for us, uh, the Executive Director of Leadership Medina County. You're doing great things. And I think as you continue to do those great things and continue to send out people into the community to make a difference, um, you're making your mark uh, right here where you live. And I really do appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you, Brian, for having me. This is Dash of Grit. We do this once a week. You can find us wherever you find your podcast. We're also on LinkedIn and maybe even some cable channels. So check your local access channels and, and see if we're there. Until next week, stay gritty and remember uh, the recipe for uh, success always includes a dash of grit. See you next time. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things.